0: Come be a part of the Tea Party with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board Doc Holiday's Tea Party right now. It's only a click away. Hey, and
1: welcome back to Doc Holiday's Tea Party. I'm your host, Ed Holliday. You're listening to us on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. And it's good to have you back. i want to give a special shout-out to all my friends, new friends there in Florence, Alabama. Tea Party there last week and had a great time. And we just uh, are amazed at the Tea Party movement that is growing, branching out. So I do want to say a shout-out to Florence, Alabama, for having me over to speak at the Tea Party right over in. Uh, a neighboring state of Alabama. For all you all across the nation, there were tea parties everywhere. Hope you were a part of it. Support it where you can. Get out and get involved, because if you're like me, if you're part of the 55% of citizens who have to pay income taxes, (laughs) last week was not a pretty day, pretty week. You had to write out the checks, get all that stuff in, all all the paperwork and bureaucratic mess. It is a nightmare trying to figure out your taxes. It's not simple. It's complex because of the humpty, dumpty politicians we got in Washington, DC. So I'm gonna talk a little bit more about those in a minute. Uh tell you, we got a show that you don't want to miss. I'm telling you that. So listen to all 30 minutes and uh, what we got today is got a news item. I'm gonna say it's about Finland. It affects you. It affects me. Affects the entire world. Now, what could be going on in Finland? Let me tell you, the news has just missed out on this. Uh, there's something going on over there, and it's not being covered. You're going to hear about it right here on Doc Holiday's Tea Party. Very important, so stay tuned to the news. And the second part of news is going to be wrapped into our presidential uh, program of checking out each of the possible potential nominees for the Republican Party. And this show is going to be talking about the Donald. Yes, that's right. The Donald. We're going to be talking about what if he gets in this race, what's going to happen, what people are saying. So stay tuned for that. Then we will have, last week we started the Tombstone Award. We awarded it for President Obama's speech that he owned a national debt. It was a no speech. <laughs> like I said, a Tombstone Award is given to somebody's words, uh, some some group's action that that deserves to be six feet under so uh, we're going to have a another tombstone award given out this week so stay tuned and listen to that then we will have the uh, interview we're going to be talking of Adam Waldeck again we talked to him last week talking about um, he's from American Solutions talking about the budget talking about uh, some possible outcomes and so we're going to be finishing our talk with him today you don't want to miss that and then, Rock of Liberty speech. Well, for the citizens who invited me to go speak at Florence, Alabama, the their uh, theme was Cut the Spending. So I have uh, written a poem out, and you're going to hear it. They heard it in Florence, Alabama. First time it'll be broadcast, so listen to uh, the Rock of Liberty speech, and you'll hear a poem called Cut the Spending, and it's going to be uh, given in uh, just the way it was given at Florence, Alabama during a Tea Party speech, so... Uh, hang on hang on for that and we got a full show. here we go. Now what about the news? Look at the news items. I said something about Finland. What do you know about Finland? It's in Europe that's right. but well, let me tell you what's going on in Europe. Let's see Finland. You know what they've had elections and there's some pro bailout party the party that was in charge, the establishment. Had, they supported the bailouts for uh, the European nations of Greece and Ireland. And it looks like Portugal's heading that way. And so there's a conservative party. They said, hey, no, no more bailouts. And guess what? The conservatives won. <laughs> and not only that, there's another group that says they call themselves True Finns. And they actually got uh, some votes, and, and they don't believe in any bailouts whatsoever. Now, why is that important? First, let's talk about Finland. I don't know if you know this, but of all the countries of the 20th century, two world wars, and as far as I know, they're the only country that paid the United States back everything that they owed from World War One. Got that? They paid America back. They paid us back. We ought to pat them on the back. There's something about their nature that says... Let's don't spend what we don't have, and let's pay back our bills. Finland did that. Hey, they had World War II debts. Guess who they owed? They owed the Soviet Union. They owed the USSR. And you know what? They paid them back. It took them about, I think, 30 or 40 years. They made railroad cars for the Soviet Union to pay back their debt, and they paid it back. So when we talk about Finland... You know, there's something you gotta respect about a country that says we're gonna pay our debts back. And now what's going on over there uh, in the election? Why did the Conservatives win? They were saying we're upset. The voters said we we're upset about paying the bailouts for Greece and Ireland. They're over there living beyond their means. And we're over here paying so they can live beyond their means. It's not right. Ho Oh, well, my goodness. Have we not heard that before here in America? I just told you, we introduced a show saying 55% of Americans pay income taxes. What happens to the other 45%? Why is it when Social Security started, 16 workers paid for every retiree? Now we're down to three workers for every retiree. And soon it's going to be two workers for every retiree in a Social Security. There's no money. It's busted. And, And now, you see why it's important what's going on in Finland? The European Union brought together and brought out the euro to sort of challenge the American dollar. For we got the position as the world's reserve currency. Now I've talked about that before. It's very important. And that's why we are living beyond our means at this point in time. But the Euro in Europe the European Union is something that I said this is very important. What you're seeing in Finland, people are saying, hey, the bailouts need to stop. The voters are saying we are not going to support politicians who are pro-bailout, bailing out countries that are living beyond their means, and we're paying our bills. That's what the Finnish people are saying. But it goes beyond that. There's very something very, very important. And I told you back in a Rock of Liberty speech, and go back several months ago, But one time I said, and I do believe this, and I may may write a book about this, and I'm thinking very seriously about it, but to know America, you must know Gettysburg. Now, what does that have to do with Finland? Listen, listen to me. This is very important in the world history. They've talked about it now. We're in the 150th anniversary of the Civil War, the American Civil War and i know yes in the south we do call it the war between the states i'll tell you about that in a minute why but let's go ahead and let me tell you about why do we say to know america you must know gettysburg well gettysburg was the pivot point of the american civil war It's the point where marked on that battlefield and go there today it has the high water mark and i've told you before to There's some northern Mississippi boys made a little further than the high water mark. You just have to move on down the line a little bit. and I think they have the most further advanced monument. But again, let me get on with the story. Before the Civil War, before the American um, war between the states, it was everyone called these United States. These United States. Over and over, people were... Virginians, Alabamians, Mississippians, New Yorkers, Massachusetts, Ohioans. They were their state, and together they said, these United States. But after the Civil War, after that horrible, horrible conflict, America went through a crucible, and they came out, and they were the United States. The United States. Now, translate that to 2011 and over in Europe and what the Finnish people are doing. They have not been through a crucible. Yes, they've been through wars. Europe has gone through many wars, centuries of wars. Horrible, devastating wars. And they've made a European Union. But it's still the European Union. It's not the United States of Europe. They haven't been through the crucible. And what you're seeing the Finns doing, the Finnish people saying, we have got to stop letting people use our hard work to live beyond their means. Talking about the people in Greece and Ireland and other places. And that's what the European uh, Union is doing. It's the euro. It's, it's trying to hold everybody together by currency, a common currency. But it's starting to break up, folks. You can't just keep on giving bailout after bailout. The paper money, you can't just keep printing it. But every time the politicians run, they don't want to see anybody fall. If they say a domino falls, if Portugal is not bailed out, then Spain will fall. And then the domino will fall to Italy. Everything comes crashing down. And they'll suck us all in the whirlwind, including the United States. So all the politicians run to shore up these uh, broken governments, the ones that are living beyond their means. Now, reflect the United States. Are we living beyond our means? $1.6 trillion deficit, money we don't have that we're just printing? Yes, we're living beyond our means. Does the United States have the willpower the United States. We've been through the crucible of the Civil War. Let's don't go through that again. I went a few weeks back, we had a Al Talon on, and we were joking about, you know, the Civil War. And I said, well, you know, we, we succeeded once. We don't need to make that mistake again. Talking about the South, where I'm from. But I love the United States of America. People have gone through the crucible we don't have to go through. They've been through it. And that's why we are the United States of America. And that's why I believe in the people like Samuel Adams, the father of the American Revolution, said, he said, you can count on the people when they're well informed to make the right decision. It's time to cut the spending. And you see what's going on in Finland. You see what the fans are doing, the voters are doing. They're saying no to bailouts. They're saying no. We got to put our foot down. We're not going to keep on working our tails off so that people in Greece can can live off the government dole. It's happening in the United States. People are getting fed up with uh, the government taking more and more freedoms away in the name of taking care of everyone. The biggest, biggest loss in an economic down spiral, if the American dollar falls as being the world's reserve currency, it's going to be the poor people. I'm telling you, I am fighting everything I can in the Tea Party for the poor. They don't understand it. The liberals say, oh, no, you're hurting everybody. I'm saying if this thing comes crashing down, those least among us are going to be hurt worse than anybody. Hey, I've been there. I've thrown putt wood on back of a truck, and I've smelt the rosin of that pine from that cut log with my gloves and going through the poison ivy in the heat of a Mississippi summer throwing logs on the back of a log truck. I know what it means to work hard and sweat and hurt at the end of the day. I've tasted good, sweet tea that you can't beat when you've worked your tail off for three or four hours and you've got to gust, uh, gulp something down. And that tea is good. Never tasting better than when you've worked like that out in the Mississippi summer heat. But I'm telling you, we have got to get America together and we've got to cut the spending. We can't keep printing money and spending money we don't have. And this is why this is an important news story for you to understand that the fins are leading the way and saying, These are the people who paid back their bills from World War I and World War II. They paid their bills and they say, we are doing what we're supposed to do. Why are we paying for those who are on the government dole down there in Greece? Good question. What's the answer? Tea Party is what's keeping America' hopes alive. That's what it's going to take, folks. Now, boy, I spent more time on that than I thought. (laughs) So I hope you understand the importance of what's going on in Finland. Check it out. Get on in there. Check it out. It's, some, it's a movement that's going on over in Europe. And it's really a reflection of what started here with the Tea Party. Now, Donald Trump, the Donald, what's going to happen if he runs? He has gotten publicity millions, absolutely probably tens of millions of dollars of free publicity because he says he may run for president of the United States of America. On a Republican ticket. And he could even, he didn't say he would not run as an independent if he didn't get the nomination. Now is this exciting? Is it threatening? What's the Republicans think about it? What do the Democrats think about it? Why is he saying, bringing out the birther issue? Was that just a ploy to get everybody saying, hey, you know, we got to listen to what this guy has to say? Or is he just? Uh, condemning the whole Republican establishment because that's it, falling right in an Obama trap. Because, listen, the birther issue, there's going to be a handful of people who will always push it. Look, even if you proved anything, you know, he's he had the newspaper clippings there in Hawaii. Let me just say, I would love to see his birth certificate, but we can harp on that all day long, that what's going to count is what the Tea Party gets on The ball and say, look, this is what Obama has done. He's got a track record. If you believe in that, go vote for him. But I'm telling you, it's going to be the end of America as we know it. we got to turn this nation around. And now Donald Trump is jumping on the birther issue. He's jumping on issues that uh, mean a lot to him. And he seems to inspire people because he's the one that says, you're fired. He loves to say, you're fired. Now, is it a joke or is he serious or is he just uh, getting a publicity? I think it was uh, uh, Juan from uh, Fox News. Juan Williams had an article and pretty much he said about uh, Trump running. He said, Trump, if he runs, it's uh, it's pretty much a win-win situation. He said, look, if the guy runs he gets in and he gets all this free publicity it's going to help the trump name the trump trademark it's going to make him worth more even if he gets in for a little while and gets out it's going to help donald trump now if he gets in and wins wins the nomination or wins the presidency i don't know if that's a good thing do you But he's leading the polls because one thing, got name recognition, but more than that, people like to see a fighter. When he got on a view and talked about the birther issue and stood his ground and shouted down everyone, everybody said, that man knows how to fight in a debate. And he says he knows how to close the deal. But when you get down to it, a lot of Americans says, hey, it's a joke. A lot of the businessmen said, hey, we don't need Donald Trump. I know Donald Trump. We don't need Donald Trump. Now, I don't know. Him. I'm just saying some businessmen have known him and said that. Uh, wow. Donald, Donald, Donald the Trump. Should he run or should he not? Well, that's a question America may have to answer. I'd like to know what your comments are. You can send them to me at radio, radio at teaparty.ms. radio at teaparty.ms. Send me your comments, what you think about Donald Trump running, for the presidency of the united states uh, i tell you if, if i had to run against donald trump i think this is what one person told me said look ed you know donald trump's been through bankruptcies and when he went down he took a lot of contractors down he owed him a lot of money he said there is dirt that will come out on donald trump if he was to run more dirt than anybody ever want to have to dig through so is it? I don't know. I'm just telling you that Donald will make things exciting. I think the news wants to get him in. I think the, the Republican establishment, again, is sort of shaking at their knees. They don't like the Tea Party and all it's doing. They don't like the Republican establishment, doesn't like Donald Trump. They want to keep their own little game. I tell you, they're going, they're going to have to change. They're going to have to learn how to cut the spending and not use the Tea Party as a stepping stone. And that's what the Republican establishment has proven to do in some cases. Some cases, I think they really have a chance to, uh, be, uh, to be changed, to become a stronger, more powerful party if they get on with cutting the spending and standing on rock-hard principles and not sending out specialties to all their, to all their uh, friends. Okay. That's what Donald says. We have got to move on. You know what I told you about? We're talking about all this federal deficit. and we American Solutions, founded by Newt Gingrich, conservative think tank, and Adam Waldeck is coming on. He'll be telling us more. And we, you can listen to his show last week. Go back in the archives. Listen to last week's show, first part of the interview of Adam Waldeck. And before we get to Adam, let me just remind you, you can go to my website at TeaParty.MS. And I'll be posting this poem. It'll be on the Rock of Liberty speech. You can look at it under the, por- the poetry page. Hey, click on the banner and uh, go to the Tea Party Review magazine. Check that out. You need that magazine. Everybody in the Tea Party needs to know what's going on, and you can't get a better uh, idea and depth of what's going on about reading the Tea Party Review magazine. So go uh, click on the, the banner on my website at www.teaparty.ms. You can also pick up my book. And I told you, I was thinking about writing another book, maybe involving the, uh, the American Civil War, and I did tell you. Why do we call it the war between the states? Let me tell you that before we get Adam on the line here. In the South, we like to call it the war between the states because when you look at a civil war, what is a civil war? It's when you have two factions fighting for power of a country. And when the South seceded, they decided it wasn't, uh, one country and people fighting who's going to control the country. It was uh, two separate countries, and and that's why they call it the war between the states. and uh, And the northern people call it the the Civil War. Of course, now some southerners call it the war of northern aggression. You get all those uh, uh, well, uh, uh, whatever you want to call it, all those propaganda measures that the South used to ease the pain and dress the wounds after the war, but. That that's why a lot of people call it a war between the states, which t- technically I believe it was because it wasn't two factions fighting for who was going to lead the country and control the country. It was a, a, a secession and secession, and South felt like it was two different countries. So why did call it a civil war? So that's the take on that. For those that don't understand it, didn't know about it. That's <laughs> that. That's why we call it the war between the states. I'm happily comfortable calling it the civil war. Also. It changed America, made us who we are. Everybody needs to know the history, and the more history you know about the Civil War, the better you understand America in 2011. Now, let's get on to Adam Waldeck, who understands what's going on with the federal budget. And let me remind you that, uh, yes, you're listening to Doc Holiday's Tea Party. I'm your host, Ed Holliday. You're listening to us on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net, and we are going to have our second half of a discussion of Adam Waldeck from American Solutions, and I reminded our listeners last week, we recorded this a couple weeks before, so you, as he talks about Paul Ryan, the budget had not been unleashed yet, so I uh, listened to his interview, he got some concise information about uh, the budget, American Solutions, so the national debt limit that's coming up that uh, should, should we increase the debt limit? You mentioned that Newt came, just came out saying it should be tied to defunding Obamacare. Right. Uh, but uh, the whole situation, I mean, do, is it worth shutting down the government to, to not raise the uh, national debt uh, limit? Um,
0: well, as far as I know, I mean, if you didn't increase the debt limit, it wouldn't be... The, the whole thing with shutting down the government, that's more tied to the budget um, than, than the debt limit. But... Um, You know, I think that the Republicans need to be extremely aggressive, and that's one of the reasons why people, particularly Tea Party folks, are getting so frustrated right now. Well, they are very
1: frustrated. These continuing resolutions have really sickened a lot of folks and getting them very frustrated.
0: Well, you know, and I think that you you mentioned the, the government shutdown. I don't think that anybody should be specifically calling for, you know, I don't think we want, I don't think it's something that we want, you know, it would be a government shutdown, but... I don't think that you can take anything off of the table. You know, I think, uh, you know, I, I think one of the reasons why there is such um, adoration right now around the country for people like Chris Christie and in New Jersey and, and Governor Scott Walker in Wisconsin and, uh, you know, John Kasich in Ohio, I mean, you're seeing leaders step up that are bold. They're doing, making bold moves, and they're drawing that line in the sand. Um, and they're willing to, take, to make the tough decisions. So, you know, I don't think that, you know, while, yes, it's very frustrating right now, um, you know, with the Republicans, with these sort of short-term things. I mean, um, at the end of the day, of course, I'd rather us be, you know, I'm glad we're cutting as to, you know, cutting spending as to spending more. But you know, I do think that, um, you know, I think they need to be more willing to take risks and be, you know, and and, and just push much much harder. Um, you know, uh, talking about the government shutdown. I mean, when when that happened, when Newt was Speaker back in '95 and '96. Um, right. You know. The conventional wisdom is, you know, oh, you know, that was what, uh, you know, Newt got beat up pretty bad and, you know, hurt the Republicans and Clinton was reelected. Well, yes, Clinton was reelected, but the Republican majority was also reelected. And, you know, because they were willing to be bold and draw that line in the sand and and, and show the country that they were serious about about cutting spending, I mean, the result of that was, you know, four, four straight years of a balanced budget you know, uh, it was the lowest spending since the 1920s. Uh, it was welfare reform and the first tax cut in a, in a generation. So, I mean... Um, a lot of uh, things
1: got to happen, it did that's exactly get done right. that's exactly with the right. new so I don't think
0: you want to be saying, we want a government shutdown, but I don't think that you tell them ahead of time that, you know, we're, I mean, I think you have to have everything on the table. I mean, I think the Republicans won a mandate um, in a big, big way to cut spending and control government get it back, you know, through the Tenth Amendment to the states and, and the citizens thereof. And, um, you know, I think they need to be bold. So I'm, I'm hoping and uh, that Paul Ryan in the next few weeks when they put forth their budget proposal, that we'll hopefully, by that time, we'll get past all these little short-term gimmicky cuts, you know, every week and have a real substantive budget that fundamentally changes the spending patterns and, and tackles entitlement reform and really gets us back on a path to a balanced budget. So I'm, I'm hoping... I'm hoping that Paul Ryan will be, you know, that his budget will be very, very bold, and I have a feeling it will be.
1: What well, do you think, uh, uh, Congressman uh, Paul Ryan? Uh, did he take some some of the uh, pages from the playbook of uh, Newt Gingrich when Newt was Speaker? You think?
0: Do I think that he will?
1: Yeah, that's my question. You think he'll? he'll... In
0: what sen- in, in what sense? And just...
1: What I'm saying is, Newt was successful in and and cutting the spending and getting our right. budget back to balance, and so. This, uh, this, there are the people in there that working with Paul Ryan, American Solutions. Others saying, "Look, this is how it's done." When Newt was Speaker, Uh, this is what we need to do to get it done.
0: Well, I mean, you know, I hope so. I mean, I think that they, I think that they are committed. But I mean, you know, we won't know until they do it. you know, it wasn't very long ago that Republicans were thrown out in, back in 06 because they were spending like, you know... Like they they were
1: spending like Democrats. They um, sure were. So
0: there's a lot that they have to prove to people, and I don't think that they're necessarily going to get the benefit of the doubt. Um, you know, but, you know, they just have to... There's nothing they, that they can do to prove it than just to do it. So, you know, I mean, I I, I hope that they, are, that they, that they, that they uh, are as bold as, you know, as the Republicans were back in the 90s. Uh, I hope that's the case, but... You know, you know the other part of making sure that that happens is, you know, everyone that's listening to your show right now, um, you know, with the Tea Party movement, and you know, every person that is concerned about getting us back to a uh, pro-growth America with you know more jobs and uh, more prosperity and less government. Um, you know, I think that um, as 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 active, you know, as long as people are active um, and they're you know calling their congressmen, and getting involved locally. Um, they need to do everything that they can to send the signal to the folks in Washington that they're going to be with them if they're willing to make the hard choices. Um,
1: Well, I think what you're saying, and that's what we encourage every week when we have the Doc Holliday's Tea Party, is for people to call the congressman, write to congressman, stay involved, get their tea parties, uh, plan a rally, let people know the tea party has not gone away. And, of course, that's what you're saying. You're... Uh, you, you're, you're agreeing with me. Let's get everybody fired up out there, and, and this is that's not right. this is not to a time signal.
0: To, send the signal yeah. to the Republicans of number one: what would be absolutely unacceptable, uh-huh. you know? And, and and you know, I'm not saying that's just like a. I mean, just let them know we will not accept this. But then, secondly, if they're doing good things, to, it's important that we let them know um, that they have our support if they. don't. You know, if they are willing to be right. bold and make those tough decisions. So. Well,
1: you, you bring those things out very well like we do, Adam, and, and I'm glad you're on the show. And for American Solutions, I know they've done some great work, and I, and I want to see you continue to do that work in the future. And one thing uh, before we leave, Adam, I was going to check with you now. American Solutions, you said, established basically 2007. Uh, is, is there a place we can go on the website to check out uh, what you've been talking about, of American Solutions?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Um, our website is um, is americansolutions.com. Okay. Uh, so you can go there and, and, and check out what we're doing. Uh, the first thing that people will see uh, right now is um, you know one of our kind of what we sort of made our name uh, was back in the summer of two thousand eight with our drill here, drill now, pay less right. uh, campaign. You know, in support of more exploration development of you know of uh, oil and gas here here at home, um, and we have. Uh, you know, we never really stopped talking about it, but we've, we've kind of relaunched that in a big way with a whole new website and everything within the past week. So, Well, that, that's go good because I know dot com, they can see it, what we're doing on that as well.
1: If gasoline prices going up, it's just like, uh, it, you know, if our president would have listened to some people a year or two ago, we might not have been a problem we're having right now. Yeah, that's right. Uh, well, Adam... I appreciate you being on Doc Holiday's Tea Party. You've helped enlighten the listeners, and we we'll, we do want to get you back in the future. So thank you for being a part of
0: it. Well, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it, and have a good one. Keep fighting.
1: All right. Thank you, Adam. See ya. Two nuggets I picked up from Adam is we've got to use the debt ceiling to make sure we get more concessions to cut the spending. We've got to use it as leverage. Another nugget I got from Adam, and we've said it before – When your congressman or congresswoman does something right, they stand with some backbone. Call them. Support them. Say, you did it right. Thank you. Be sure to say thank you when they do something that is supporting cutting the spending and getting our nation back on financial sound footing. Now, the Tombstone Award this week. The Tombstone Award goes to a group called the California State Senate. They came out... A couple of weeks ago, with uh, and passed a bill that said that they would, they would glorify and and, and all positive ways from kindergarten uh, through twelfth grade in their textbooks the gay, lesbian, transgendered, bisexual uh, people, and and I'm telling you, you can say good things about all people. But when you say you can only say good things about our people, you are trouncing free speech. The freedom of speech is being trounced. That idea that came out and passed out of the California State Senate should be six feet under. It's got the Tombstone Award for breaking down freedom of speech. Freedom of speech is imperative to people who called others intolerant now, when they get positions of power, they, are, they have become the most intolerant. Do not limit the freedom of speech. Now, right to the Rock of Liberty speech. Right on time, we are moving on. And before we go, uh, let me just remind everybody, my new listeners in Florence, Alabama, thank you. And if it wasn't for you, I would not have written this poem. So let me get this poem together, and we're going to uh, tell everybody, in America and even around the world. Maybe the people in Finland will hear this and, and uh, get some support for their conservative ideals over in Finland. And I want to thank them for uh, voting out those who just love the bailouts. This is my poem written a couple weeks ago called Cut the Spending. Friends, it's past time to tell Congress to cut the spending. The future's scary, there is no tooth fairy. And Washington must stop pretending. If Congress does not cut the spending, then America as we know it will be ending. Humpty Dumpty politicians are sitting up on a wall full of arrogance and pride and won't take Tea Party calls. Bragging that America can never fall. The Humpty Dumpty politicians say American banks are far from the sea. They say America will never have to worry about an economic tsunami. They say that only fools believe the American dollar cannot break. Because borrowing and printing trillions of dollars without end can cause an implosion of our currency. An economic earthquake that will swirl and twirl and with a vortex swirl, suck all Americans in. Then across our land will surge an economic tsunami, America's biggest nightmare becoming a reality. And all the debt that we have acquired will leave us in pain, helpless, stuck in muck and mire. Like the sea leaving its dead as the tsunami subsides. Too late we'll realize the humpty-dumpty politicians committed economic suicide. Oh, America, it does not have to happen this way. There are two paths before us today. We as a nation in peril are at a crossroads. And like our poet Robert Frost once said, Two roads diverged in a wood and I, I took the one less traveled by. And that has made all the difference. America before us, we have a path to choose. We have everything to gain and everything to lose. One path is wide and easy, where all the big spenders want to go. But the wide and easy path leads to destruction. The other path is narrow, but full with wisdom and instruction. Where America pays her bills and becomes rich once again. Oh yes, my friends, that is an America that knows no end. But the big spenders are like the Humpty Dumpty politicians sitting up on a wall. And in the next election, we must see to it that they all will fall. We'll poke them and drain them and leave them without a yoke. And as their eggshells implode, the voters will say they were nothing but a joke. Tea partiers, the path before us will not be a path of ease. Some days will be hot without a breeze. And some days will bring rain seemingly without end. But the inclement weather, like socialism, will not win. Now is the time to roll up our shirt sleeves and get to work. We have a nation to save and freedom to rebirth. You see, one day I don't want to tell my grandchildren I was there just before America's ending. No. I want to tell them I was a part of the Tea Party when we voted in a Congress that finally cut the spending. So get excited even as we walk the difficult path together because together we can brave the stormy weather when it's all for one and one for all. Together we'll push every Humpty Dumpty politician off the wall and all the far left workhorses and all their deceiving men. We'll never put the humpty-dumpty politicians back in charge of America again when we choose the path to cut the spending. The far-left's power will be ending. We will move forward with the moderates by our side and we'll pick up the disillusioned liberals who bought the hope and change thingy, hook, line, and sinker, only to to discover hope and change with with nothing but hot air, volatile gas. And a bunch of stinkers. Oh, America, when we stop the senseless spending from sea to shining sea, we will see a nation on the rebound full of robust growth and prosperity. And the Statue of Liberty will raise her torch up higher. And all the world will marvel at freedom's fire. Oh, Tea Partiers, we have a monumental task ahead. We are paradigm breakers that the far left dread. We will kick the humpty-dumpty politicians in their eggshell-thin shins and replace them with real leaders with a backbone then. And on this land Lincoln called the last best hope of earth, let the Tea Party lead America in freedom's new birth. We must give the big spenders the political cold steel because we have the people, the principles, and the best ideas. So, my friends, go, go. Go by the dawn's early light to live out the words of John Paul Jones. We have not yet begun to fight. So go on, Tea Partiers. I'll see you next week. We will be having a wonderful chat with Kevin Jackson from the Black Sphere. If you don't know him, him and Joe the Plumber are about to go on a tour, and they'll be starting a tour in May coming around through the country especially down through the south, called the Poor Man's Tour, the Naked Head Poor Man's Tour. How about that? We're going to find out more about it. Listen to next week's show with Kevin Jackson. God bless you. See you next week.
0: Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Tea Party. You can order Ed's book, Walk With Me, A Patriot's Guide from the Boston Tea Party to Today's Tea Party Revolution by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.